You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 118 of PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host for this week, Michael Harrods, and joining me, as always, is my good partner in crime, Neil Bolt. How's it going, Neil? How do's? Not too bad. Yeah, um, I've had a pretty normal week. Um, last night I was playing Pez and listening to new metal, so I obviously invented time travel. It was great. To sort of be back there. and unironically, <laughs> unironically listening to some new metal, which is probably the worst part about it. But there you go, no accounting for taste, as they say. But, uh, how how go you, Mike? I go good, thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. Um, good to be back in the hosting chair again. Um, things are settling down, and um, yeah, I'm just glad to be back on the podcast in general. You know, obviously after my um break and stuff, so it's been good and um. Uh, good to have you on the show again, Neil. And as always, how could I forget? And sorry about that whole uh, partner in crime thing. My 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 old partner in crime, my constant, and my future partner in crime, Ben Shillerville Hall is here. I mean, how can we forget him? Seriously, <laughs> it's been there since the beginning. How's it going, Ben? Uh, uh, I thought, oh, it's been sunny outside. I'll go outside and be healthy and walk and do all the healthy things that people do. Then I realised realized the healthiness, I'm allergic to it, and I started sneezing and coughing and wanted to run back inside again. Damn, Damn you, summer, spring, good weather. <laughs> hay fever, yeah? Yeah, hay fever. Uh, how uh, are you? How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. Um, had a pretty quiet weekend, um, more or less. Um, saw my stepsister, which was nice. I usually do. That's where I'm... Um, Actually, that's why um, I where I say I'm out every other Saturday. That's where I am. I usually go and visit my stepsister and her boyfriend. Well, no, you're really off cool in the, like the, the lap dance clubs and no, party. No, I, I wish. No, honestly, that's where I am. I usually we usually for us and stuff. We usually watch Friends Got Talent and stuff and just chat. So it's good. Um, but yeah, anyway, thanks thanks for putting things off, guys, so I could actually uh, host this um this week as it's uh, Sunday evening. Now. A very nice Sunday evening as well outside. Um, yeah. And but. Yeah, last but not least, we have Mr. Gary Bagdasarov. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Gary. I haven't actually said it in a long time. <laughs> no, you're fine, Mike. How are you? Good, man. I'm good. Just chilling, just chilling. Looking forward to another week of work. Um, yeah, just, um, I don't know. I feel pretty good these days. You know, I'm on a good uh, balancing things out with everything, trying to be social, trying to get plenty of work down on found a nice little balance so that's going quite well um how are you doing dude uh, i'm all right um so the week was kind of blah for me um but the weekend's been been pretty decent cool cool um how's your job been going dude how's my what how's my what how's your job been going it's been going okay um i mostly just sit around now writing the script for my own game so that's fun Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, Neil read uh, uh, five, six pages of it. Um, gave me some good feedback, so I'm gonna work off of that. Oh, nice man. Yeah, actually, it's um, that actually reminds me of something. My um, my mate Robert is um, he's he actually works for Fox in um, Arizona, Phoenix, um, studios down there. 
he's um he's like an amateur um, filmmaker and stuff and he used to like send me his scripts and stuff to read he like them these really cool horror like um zombie uh kind of horror films and stuff and it was really cool reading uh reading that and giving feedback and stuff so um that's uh yeah that's um been there <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah i've been there man so um, yeah, it's pretty cool it's hardcore man. Like, man there's yeah. so much like, the hardest part is the formatting there's so much formatting you just kill yeah. yeah. killing the flow of the writing but I'll get through it. I'll get through it. <laughs> good, good. Well, guys, let's um kick the show off and um start with uh, what we've been playing and stuff. Um, Neil, um, I hope you don't mind if it's um, more of how um, I start with you because you, I believe, you've been um playing some Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Do you want to give us spiel on that? Yeah, myself yeah. and Ben have been playing a bit of it, and yeah. I did, I did for a I preview for a... just before that. Um. Yeah, went into it with no expectations whatsoever because, to be honest, I don't really get on the old Mirror's Edge bandwagon. No, I, it's it was all right. I don't really see the fuss because yeah, and games have come and done it better since. But yeah, it's much better. This sort of semi sequel, prequel reboot, if you will, and uh, they've done a great job of sort of getting that feeling of momentum and speed and movement and. My only real concerns I've had with it are that, again, like the old game, combat has its downsides. Not so much as before, because they've worked a lot of it into the way you move. So as you're moving and running around, you can uh, basically chain combos into knocking people over and carry on running without losing any momentum. But the minute you stop and you have to sort of walk around and hit people, then it gets a bit fiddly and wonky because it's it's like controlling a drunk most of the time because you're sort of swaying from left to right and trying to push people rather than smack them in the jaw it's just yeah probably the weakest part but that and with the screen being slightly blurry at all times it makes it does feel like a drunk yeah it's fine when you're moving forward and you're not stopping it's when you stop as we said that that's when that blurriness sort of goes oh yeah now i now i feel it <laughs> so definitely it is definitely worse for it on that respect but yeah i'm genuinely impressed with what i played I, my other only concern would probably be that longevity wise it's got a bit more going for it than the original mirror's edge and being open world is going to be a bit to explore but yeah it's just it's very obvious that there are places you can't go because the art makes the you know, down below look very much like a, a pasted on background. That could change, of course, between now and release. But it's, yeah, it's good. EA surprised me again this year, which is happening far too often. I don't like it. Wicked. Uh, anything else you've been um, playing this all, dude? Is there anything I haven't been playing? That, that's that's a real question. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Well, reviews mainly. Um, Blues and Bullets, which is uh, another episodic adventure game, but this time it's a noir detective game where you play as Elliot Ness in an alternate uh, timeline where he's running a restaurant when he's older and gets called back into one last case sort of thing. But it's like a slightly skewed take on history. Skewed, not skewed. And it's cool. It's all in black and white with just red f splashes here and there for blood and certain objects and stuff so you can pick them out on the level. And that, uh, it's quite cool. It's like 
not without its flaws, a little bit rough looking in places, but the art style for it just makes it work so well. It just covers up a lot of the flaws with the game engine itself. It's just very bold, you know, as I said, black, white, and red. And everything's on point in that regard. The soundtrack is beautiful this first episode. Um, if we play the next episode, probably tonight, because uh, it's the first two episodes that have been released at once on PS4 because it was on PS PC last year. And yeah, I hope it continues. Second episodes of uh, episodic games tend to be the weakest because we're usually sort of where the filler port portion comes in, but we'll see. Hoping not. Um, other than that, best game I've played this year, which is Invisible Ink, which though not up for, on the site just yet, is obviously already out, so I can talk about it freely and say that yeah, I'll be giving it. Oh, yeah, I'll be giving it a nine out of ten because it's yeah, it's probably the best turn-based game on PlayStation 4. No doubt about that. So it's probably one of the best stealth games on PS4. It's to have that in one game, you know, to be mixing turn-based strategy and stealth so effectively, and just have such a deep layer of tactics. So it is, it's just amazing to, to see it in action. I mean, you can have one problem with it in that it's a very hard game. I mean, I say hard. I say this coming off the back of you know trying to beat Dark Souls three in a week and a half, which is very hard in itself, more stressful. Um, but yeah, it is brutal tough. But it's so fun watching all the little working parts and trying to figure out how you can crack the system. And it's yeah, it's unbelievably cool to play. I just, it's by um, Clay, who made uh, Mark of the Ninja and Don't Starve. It's just one of the first indie titles that came to PS4. And it's, yeah, it's really, I've been looking forward to it for a long time to come to PS4 because it came out, it was kickstarted on a PC and it was out on early access for a while and then it got released. And then this is, this version has the main game and the expansion and it's just wonderful. There's so many customization options as well so that you don't have to just go into the normal quite brutal mode you can tweak it to make it a bit easier for yourself and even then it is still pretty tough to be fair but yeah it's a lovely little game i fully expect it to be up there for me anyway um at the end of the year is one of the best it's just i it's very much reminds me of my, reminds my time with xcom and how great that was and it's like so yeah it's they've been my main games this week but uh I'm sure there will be more, no doubt, no doubt forthcoming. Yeah, it's been great. Nice one, man. Um, ben, um, aside from Mirror's Edge, uh, you got anything else to talk about at all, other games you've been on? I'm guessing Final Fantasy. Yeah, and a bit of yeah, Destiny. Bit. Been playing some Destiny now that the update came out. Oh, not, nice, nice lot of changes. Nice. I need yeah, to get back I on that. I agree with um, Neil about Mirror's Edge. It's a good game, but I don't know, it's just... Right now, it feels like it can go to places, but when you want to try and go, it feels like you can't go there, even though it looks like you can go there. Yeah, I think they blocked some of it off deliberately, because I think it says in the uh, presser yeah. that it's just the downtown area, and there will be ways to get places, because there's, there's stuff that's blocked off for no reason, and you think, well, I should be able to get there, because clearly that bit over there is a working part of this world. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and I, do, I do find all the locked doors that say, keep this locked, funny. 
<laughs> Keep random with seeing doors you can open because you press R2 and then the other doors are locked. <laughs> yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Destiny uh, and Wicked man, you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm on my yeah, second playthrough and nearly got the platinum. Bravo. Kick ass, man. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, is, is that all, dude? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Sweet. Um, well, I had my um, penny to the pot, as it were. I've been on pretty much Far Cry 4. That's it. Um, I'm currently. Uh, this is my first um, playthrough. Do you. Um, we didn't know um, already. Um, I'm going through uh, sort of towards the um, northern. Well, I haven't got into northern uh, Korea yet, but um, I'm just working through some of the missions because I've literally just been. I've been playing. I don't know how many hours I put into it. I, I didn't. I came off, but I've been doing tons and tons of side quests, collecting like a lot of the masks. I'm doing as many collectibles as I can on this first turn, like because um, I, I mean I don't know if I have time to go back back to that game anytime soon. So I really want to see everything. So I've just been just exploring the whole world just eating all that atmosphere up and all the cool places you can visit it's been brilliant but now I, i'm finally um going i conquered two major forts and now i'm just going through some of the story things uh missions so i can unlock northern kreat obviously the next part of the game um i mean i've only just got to the um i've just done the himalaya, uh, himalaya quest uh Mashengwala quest quest and uh so yeah, I'm 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 pushing through some missions now. So um, but I probably once I've unlocked Northern Korea, I'll probably do a lot of the collectibles and side missions first. But yeah, I love that game. I think it's fantastic. It's uh, it's I mean, obviously Assassin's Creed are open world games, but this one, this one, it feels like the same uh, impression I got when I played Oblivion, which the first you know massive open world game I ever played. This is like the next step up from that because I missed Skyrim sadly. I started it, but I never really got time to finish it. I have to go back to that at some point, but um, it really is. I mean, Assassin's Creed is. I mean, Assassin's Creed's game is pretty big, but this is just dwarfs it. I mean, this is like this is a massive. I obviously haven't played that many um, open world games in the last like five years, but the jump from Oblivion to that is just huge. So it was like that really opened my eyes. That did. So um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm just again, uh, sorry I didn't get into it sooner, but you know, what happens. I was saying this to my mate the other day, I'm kind of interested to see whether they'd like to do Far Cry 5 or if they'd like to do a Far Cry Primal 2 or another spin-off. I guess it just depends on how well Far Cry Primal sounds because they could do, I mean, they could do many things How They could do zombies, they could do, I don't know, something in, you know, World War. I think they actually, I think the year before Primal came out, a year or 18 months or whatever it was, they sent out a, a survey saying, what would you like to see Far Cry do next? And um, there were like various things. There was like a vampire one, a zombie one, blah, 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 blah. And obviously the Stone Age one. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, loving that game. It's great. Um, uh, I'll probably jump on Shenmue 2 after I finish that. I'll put that on hold for now. Um, cool, guys. Uh, well, that's me done. And Gary, last but not least, what have you been playing lately, dude? Oh, well, I've actually been playing quite a bit. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> playing through Ratchet and Clank, uh, which I'm absolutely in love with. It's a fantastic remake of the game. Really enjoying that. Really excited to go see the movie, um, which I still haven't seen any advertisements for, which is blowing my mind. Um, I've been doing some uh, The Division, uh, Tom Clancy's The Division, getting a lot of Phoenix credits, leveling up my character there. Um, pretty high armor rating now, which is nice. Um, 
I bought like six games from the flash sale from the North American flash sale that happened. Uh, that was still happening this weekend. Uh, I got a Max Payne, which I've been playing through, which is interesting to play on a console because I never thought it was good on the console. So it's so a bit iffy. I got Manhunt. I haven't tried that yet uh, on the PS4. Um, that Princess Adventures, which uh, I played a little bit of, had a lot of fun with that. Um, let's see what else was there. Uh, Mark of Cree. Uh, I got that game because I only played it a little bit back when it came out. Uh, very interesting game. It looks like a Disney animated movie, actually. Um, the art style, at least. Uh, but it's a pretty fun game. It was a Sony-made game. That's that was quite fun. Um, let's see. Trying to get through Twilight Princess. Uh, trying to finish that game again. It's weird. I played that game and I'm like, I don't remember half of this game when I played it back on the GameCube. And it's really weird to me. It's like, did I actually play this game or did I play a different Zelda? Because I don't remember half of it. It's been tripping me out. What was that? What was that? Is that the HD version you're playing? Yeah, on the Wii U. Oh, brilliant. Look, that looks great. I'd love to play a HD version of that game. I really enjoyed Twilight Princess. Oh, yeah, it's it's a great HD remaster of it. But like I said, like I don't... Like I said, I, <laughs> I don't remember half of it. I don't it, remember. I'm now, like, confusing myself whether I actually beat Twilight Princess before or not. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Some board games here and there. Um, I, I was going to go and uh, bag the uh, Dark, Souls, Dark Souls board game that just went up on Kickstarter. Um, it's only apparently... Sorry, it's only for the UK market, uh, so I don't even know if I can pledge to it or not. And... What's that for the UK market? Broke the Dark Souls board Dark game. Souls. Um, the, the all the pledges are in the are in euros. All the pledges so, are or in pounds, whichever one that is, and I don't know if I can pledge or not. But it doesn't matter because they only wanted seventy thousand, and they already have over two million, so it's gonna come no matter what. But normally, if it's got pledges in a different currency, you can still pledge. But it'll say you may have to pay a little extra if you want those tiers. Like when I pledged for the amazing Hatterful Boyfriend plus toys, that was in dollars. <laughs> but I had to pay an extra $10 for shipping and handling. I don't know. I'll, I'll stall look at it and see. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. So, yeah. Cool. Cheers, lads. Um, okay, well, let's move on to one of our um, main topics of this week. Um, this is obviously on the, uh, no surprise, it's on PS4K, PS4.5, aka Neo. Um, no relation to the Matrix, as far as I know. Uh, this is the new um, rumoured, um, well, not rumoured, a couple of months, a couple of weeks, rather, um, a PS4 hardware upgrade that Sony is apparently um, Barkley, Beaver, and away on. Um, the funny thing is, it's, it's, it's another one of those, um, we get this a lot, obviously, in this industry, one of those things that is pretty much all but confirmed, you know, we've had that with various leaks on games and hardware in the past, I remember the 
uh, working for PSU, I remember P- the PS3 Slim, you know, it was like one of the worst kept secrets. And it was like everyone, you know, when it was announced, it was like, oh, right, yeah, you know, cool, but we kind of knew that was coming. So, uh, yeah, this has been, uh, there was initially, there are a few whisperings um, a couple of weeks ago, but the main stuff has come in the last week or so. Um, much of it came from giant uh the giant bombcast from um talking about various bits and pieces about it um and uh digital foundry uh which is a sort of a technical offshoot of um Eurogamer who do um kind of like analyze all games like in terms of frame rate and uh resolution all that kind of stuff really cool read actually um they've corroborated giant bombs reports and said that it's uh the real deal uh, the uh, details from giant bomb sources are correct with their findings uh the release date they believe is march 2017 uh prior to that uh there was uh, i think it was a story that i did i remember writing this uh, uh, uh this was like a couple of weeks back it was supposedly coming out uh holiday 2016 priced at 400 dollars uh there hasn't been anything else on that particular avenue for a while it's, it's probably so uh um it's probably going to be only next year what they've been uh from what this latest update has said um uh did i just read a snippet of this news post by ernest because i didn't actually do much of the stuff on the ps4.5 so I'm, i remember saying to neil the other day i'm actually reading up on this myself in a way i'm um sort of like reading into the details uh digital family did add news about sony's plans for distributing the uh, ps4k ps4.5 uh, development kits uh, quote a second gen test kit again not based on actual retail shell goes out in june it wrote uh quote sony gives more incentive neo briefings at its uh, devcon event in may while co-submissions for neo compatible titles begin in august uh there's a load of um technical specifications specifications going on there so i just recommend you read up on our post on that guys it's uh one that's uh ps4 4k uh code neo has improved cpu gpu and ram but will not get exclusive games. Um, anyway, the gist of this is, um, you know, there's been a whole uh, heap of um, outcry about this from various uh, places. Um, Neo Gaff being one of them, uh, I think most prominently, where it's uh, basically is every is is like a situation of a storm in a teacup kind of thing. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't too just with you. I think Neil was probably a better person to read some of this out with me because, like I said, I was I I'm not too sure. I've only just started reading up on most of it because I didn't do many of the posts about it. But, um, you know, as far as I can see, it's a it's an upgraded PS4 that will play things in a higher resolution, hence the 4K thing. Uh, apparently, 1080p is going to be standard. Uh, hold on, I'm just scrolling up here. Um, it's meant to be, um, yeah, required to hit the 1080p uh, resolution, according to documentation uh, that bomb, uh, Giant Bob saw. Um, but, yeah, I mean, re- thinking about it in that way, I'm not really that surprised um i mean it doesn't seem to be, i'm not really bothered by it to be honest i mean i don't know what you guys think about it i mean if, if what i believe is tr- um if all this is true then it's just another it's a slightly more powerful but it's a more powerful version of a ps4 it won't be getting exclusive games which is my, my main concern i figured it would be more of a, a a problem if it would be getting exclusive stuff so it would be like oh hey if you want to play these games you're gonna have to buy you know fork out another 400 dollars on this that would obviously be a kick in the teeth but going to be the case and it's not going to affect playstation vr as well there's not going to be any um you know you're going to have, i think there were some people saying oh you know this is going to be required to play playstation vr and all that kind of stuff and it's like you know yeah no that's not going to happen because <laughs> they'd be shooting themselves in the foot that well yeah to play our new new um vr headset you're gonna to have to fork out on another bloody console it's like yeah yeah that's not going to happen so um I'm not too bothered about this. I mean it's there if you want it I guess I mean I'm probably not as clued up on it as some people 
also I'm from what I can see that, that's cool you know it's there if you want it if you want the extra resolution and stuff and I'm sure the games will look noticeably noticeably more improved but I'm not really bothered about it to be honest I mean what do you guys do I think do you think there's a it, do you think all this outcry is justified is it that big a deal or what uh Neil if you don't mind I'll start with you because you were you're pretty knowledgeable yeah see you weren't far off the record of what you were saying that it is pretty much what it is it's the same old thing again where you get every generation of PlayStation consoles where it's just the next version of the console the difference this time is the infrastructure of the machine is PC based so it is more adaptable more changeable without you know making it cost a lot more money obviously you think back to the PS2 it had the emotion engine and then the cell processor and the PS3 you couldn't really alter that and make improve it without changing pretty much what it was so that would have hit them hard they're not going to do it so instead they just ripped out bits they didn't need, made the machine cheaper, sleeker, slimmer. This is the first time they could really do something more positive with the next version of the machine and kind of flip the flip it. The, the original version of the console will be the weaker one of the two, whereas, you know, in previous gens, the launch console usually had more bells and whistles to it than the one that came after it. So that's what bugs me the most about all this is it's kind of a non-story in a way that it's all this old hype 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 it's the, a new almost a new console it's not it's it's something that's been happening every console generation xbox did a very similar thing with the 360 last generation where they pretty much did an upgraded version of the console but they can afford to throw away money so a bit different well yeah because didn't the xbox 360 have a version that they released which included a hdmi port while the original did not include a HDMI port because they didn't see the point in it at the time. Yes, and think of the Wii U with the uh, the original version of that, which had next to no decent memory on it. It's, uh, you've got to understand that these things do happen in console generations. And I don't know, maybe because it's the first generation that's really, you know, the internet is such a big thing and social media is such a big thing that it, it's just got built up into this big old thing now that oh we're gonna to have to worry about it we've got to have outrage because it's new it's like but no it isn't it's nothing new it's the same as it, it always has been the only difference here is they can do something different with the next version of their console because of what's inside it but yeah sorry ben you were about to say something the internet's just a load of old old people who don't like new things get off yeah. my lord sonny yeah or people too young to remember that this happened yeah this happens every generation. I mean, it's something. Anyway, if you're going to go add-ons to consoles, that's a very old thing. <laughs> Mega Drive, <laughs> 32x, yeah, Mega CD, <laughs> and the games that needed both of them and at the, the same time. Needed... Exactly. It's never going to be that bad. Never. Super, <laughs> Super Game Boy as well. Anyone remember that? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I've still got mine. Yeah. I think that's the name of it. It's the one that let you play Game Boy games either in colour on the TV or both, something like that. I can't remember. Oh yeah, you slotted okay. it into the snares, didn't you? And uh... yeah, yeah, pretty much like the yeah. the progenitor of uh, Vita, the P, the PS TV, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nintendo's um, always done it really because they had the adapter for the GameCube where you uh, in '64 and where you plugged it into your controller. Oh, into the Advance, and as well, yeah. you could do it with and the, GameCube. the GameCube. Had the Advance. And the 64DD as well. 
which um, only came out in Japan. That was another yeah. item. The Mega Drive also Mega had Drive the modem where had... you could download DLC for your games in Japan. The Mega Net. <laughs> Even the what? PS2 had a, a, a internet adaption as well. So it's... Yeah, but Mega Drive but with Mega... internet adaption. Imagine, imagine how. I know, <laughs> yeah, mad. But it's yeah, a. Mad. Just saying, it just shows you how many of these add-ons there have been in the past. You know, it's just this is not that. You know, it's taken a little bit of it, but it isn't that. It is just I know it's slightly I know it's... different. But when you think about game handhelds as well. You've got. I'm not talking about new to 3ds because that's you know new. You know everyone knows about that. But remember the original PSP when the PSP came out, it was underclocked. And then when the slim model, I think it was, they they removed the 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 clock issue with the CPU and made it run at full speed. Mm, yeah, I remember that. Good point. Which technically makes <laughs> the newer like one faster <clears throat> than the original. Yeah, and the other thing I think people forget is we still haven't reached the peak of what PS4 can do. And it's like, and that's just the regular model. So, oh god, no! I hope it'd be another two or three years or so. I don't yeah. want this. Yeah, I'm not in any hurry to, um, you know, see the end of this generation. No, this is, this is last generation. It went too long, and as a result, they were miles behind PC gaming, and that's why PC gaming got the rise it did because. The gap just grew far too big. This way, they don't have that weird lull like we had at the beginning of this generation where there's barely anything coming out because no one's really ready for it. At least this way, they're progressing. They're working towards doing that and getting the games to look and play better, maybe run better. I mean, obviously, there are still going to be games that run like absolute shite and don't do what they're supposed to. And they'll probably all be from Ubisoft. But at the end of the day, it's not going to matter. Because... The games that will take advantage of it will just be wonderful. But those games will be wonderful anyway. Graphics Auto 5, for instance, it was wonderful. I know Ben won't agree, but still. It was wonderful on PS3. It was even better when they upgraded it again on PS4. Imagine that in 4K. Again, that's just... It's wonderful. It's great to think that your games could get better again. Yeah, that's I mean, a good point. I mean, yeah, it's replay value if you think to certain games. If some companies come back and go, yeah, we can do that. I think Rockstar are one of those because they work long and hard on the PC version to make it look better, play better, and do this. And again, with the PS4 version of GTA 5 as well. So the right companies will make use of it. The ones that don't want to, maybe the ones that moan about the idea of having to reach 1080p are the ones that we're never going to do anyway. So they're the ones that are going to think, well, I know where the most consoles are going to be. It'll be the weaker one. So we're going to make them for that in the first place anyway, and we'll add a few snazzy bells and whistles for the 4K version. It's, but nothing you know, nothing more than it looks like a bit smoother. Maybe the frame rate doesn't turn to dog shit after five minutes. And that's it. That's, but, which is fair so enough. You're not talking about Ubisoft games anymore? No. I would normally be talking about EA at this point, but as I said, they're, at the minute they're not doing that very often. <laughs> so, so yeah, probably Activision. Some of the lesser-known franchises do that a lot. So, but yeah, there you go. There's my long-winded discussion on that one. Cool, man. Cheers, um, Gary. I'm not forgetting you there, dude. Uh, what do you have to say about this, mate? Oh well, going with what Neil said, I 
of course, I have to disagree with Neil. Um, I don't see how you don't see the problem with what you just said when you said one version of the game is going to be better than the other one. Um, with better resolution, uh, better features, most likely. I, I just don't see how that's okay um, or how that's even fair for the developers when now they have to make the same game as two different versions on the same console, pretty much. Um, I was reading the articles here, which I didn't get to within the week, and like they're talking about how, okay, so it's going to require 1080p now, which is probably going to screw a lot of stuff up with frame rate, especially for the older versions of the game, uh, for the original PS4s. But then they, they specifically mentioned Rocket League here in this, where right now it supports four-player split-screen, but with the Neo, it's going to support six-player split-screen. To me, that's a huge difference, and to me, again, that's dividing the player base. I don't understand why it's okay for the same game to look better on one version of the console than the other one. Um, I don't like it, and like I said before, requiring the 1080p, um, the full-on resolution that a console can do as a requirement is going to hurt a lot of the games that are in development. Um, and I think it's going to hurt the player base. People are going to be pissed off about that when one version of the game releases um, with no split screen and just multiplayer only, like a Call of Duty, for example, and the Neo version or the PS4K version is going to come with four-player split screen and multiplayer. That's one whole set of feature that the original PS4 players will never get to experience. And I don't think that's right. They've done it before, remember, as well, because the last Call of Duty game... It was only multiplayer only, if I'm brightly, on PS3. Yeah. The yeah, but, that, but that was a dead generation. A but, but that's a whole generation of console. This is the same console two years later with a few better specs, sure, but the same console. It's the PS4. It's not a PS3 or a PS4, and I think that's the big difference here. I think it's what you might be forgetting on this one gary is that games have generally made to a higher level to begin with and this just means that they will be there and they, they generally get cranked down and down and down to work on a console and that still applies now even though they haven't you know fully exploited the power of the ps4 or the probably the xbox one uh, yet and so what we'll be getting is they won't have to cut that line they can still do what they always did and the game and sony have said this and you know in, in this whole thing of you know, whether it's true or not obviously that they want that parity they want to make sure that the original version works like it normally should that it should you know the requirements will still be there that they have to have that obviously not if you're lichden battle mage and you run at 20 frames per second but that'll normal be, games that'll be, that'll be 30 frames per second on the yeah i mean that's that's gonna practically be running like a 2002 game it's brilliant but it's <laughs> it'll hit that 24 fps for that cinematic experience yeah see so no one's going to really lose out in that respect it's online stuff's not really going to be affected I and mean, split screen you mentioned but split screen is a rarity these days in games it's a bonus to get it i think on any game at this moment in time the fact that rocket league has that at all is smashing but it's that kind of game it works that doesn't really help anyone if six people can play on a tiny portion of a screen against other people does it i mean it's well, well no but i'm just 
using it as an example, which they usually yeah. hear. Well, you know, what's going to happen, say, in the future, like a new Battlefield is coming out, and because the new PS4K requires 1080p, because of that requirement, they can only put 32 people on a multiplayer map. Whereas the old one, the original PS4, um, doesn't require 1080p, so they say they drop it to 720p, and they can do 64-player multiplayer. That's a huge divide, in my opinion. I believe that this 1080p resolution thing will only apply to single-player games. Uh, online games are going to be harder to hit that. We found that. I mean, Sony themselves have had shot themselves in the foot with that with that whole uh, kill zone shadow force situation where yes technically it was what they were claiming but not really so they'll fudge it people will fudge it and does Sony... do the same sort of thing where it's, yeah it makes it, it makes up for it basically it's 30 frames per second in single player but 60 frames in multiplayer yeah that's it and uh, we could have that debate forever and a day yes some games do work better in 30 frames per second. I know people will disagree with that, but there are some <gasps> games that do. How dare you say <laughs> like that? It's like, but to have the option in 4K that if you want to be an idiot about it and go, I have to play all my games in 60 frames per second, knock yourself out and then wonder why the game is a bit unresponsive for you because it doesn't work the same way because it was designed to be 30 frames per second. It's, it's going to be hard to tell until everything comes out but i'm saying now there's no way they're going to split the player base on it if you think about most people they're going to have at least two consoles you know they're going to replace their launch console at some point down the line and it's coming at that point for me anyway i find normally if i do end up having to replace a console it's around this next year that it happens so there you go you can go new one upgraded nice like that I would only question this if it happened again within the same generation. That you have another, they go, oh, well, this was successful, so we'll do it again. And it's like, that would be the stupid. The PS4.7K. Yeah. And if they just kept doing that forever and ever and ever, well, then you clearly know that the industry has changed and they're just making them into PCs. That would be stupid. Don't think they'll do that. But, you know, much is left in the fogs of time at the moment. Yeah, in my opinion, when you put a requirement, on something that's already dividing the well place. put this way they required every developer to put remote play accessibility within their games every developer does it well that's mainly because oh, isn't remote play built into the development kit anyway of the ps4 mm. in the firmware but they have to do it that's it it was when they first did it, it said every developer every company every game has to use it it's like you can tell some people don't want to do it. Actual but, PS4 though, so hmm. that's it. But this game still has to implement it. You know what I mean? It's like, because obviously it doesn't work on every console, especially multi, you know, multi-platform games. I don't know. We'll don't see. Know. I'm we'll see. I'm I'm not happy about it. Uh, we'll see what what happens if they eventually announce. It. I think what's really hurting them right now is with all these rumors. They are not acknowledging them at all, and I think that's really kind of adding fuel to the fire. That because it's I honestly believe it. to them it's not a big deal. I think they see it as being another PS3 Slim. They're just saying there you go. It's just no. This I'm, is, I'm just saying like at least say we don't comment on rumors or speculation. Do something. But completely ignoring it, I think, is the wrong thing to do. 
Not really, because it's their it's their news. They want they can spill it when they want. I mean, that's it. if you had some special news and you told someone and they kept leaking bits of it out somewhere, it's still on you if you want that news out there. It's you can't just go, oh well, that guy said it now, so I might as well not bother and or just go, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't care anymore. We'll, we'll forget about that. It's yeah. It's going to be a complete waste of 30 minutes of my life during E3 when they do announce it, and I already know all the information. There's still conflicting stuff on there, though. All the things we've heard so far, there's stuff that doesn't match up to other stuff we've heard, and some of it's clearly not the whole picture. Like I said, with the resolution thing, I don't think that applies to everything. But, of course, people on the internet will slam their meaty fists into the keyboard and rage at things they don't understand because that's the internet. And like I said, it's a non-story made into a story because we live in an age where everything has to be an outrage. And that's it. I think it will just be, this is the new version of the old console. It'll probably be the same price as the launch of the last one. It does a bit more. There you go. If you need one, have one. If not, hey, there's you know, a good 40 million of you out there who've got the old console. Cool. Um, well... We will probably find out at E3, I imagine. Or the latest is it's going to be announced before PSVR comes out, and that's in October. So make of that yeah. what you will. Also, yeah. I don't believe also, it'll be out at the same time. Yeah, no. I, I think I think that's an issue. I think that is a kind of screw up. I think the development kits will be ready, and I think we'll see near ready products mm. in October. But I don't think we'll actually see the console till next year. This is another reason why they won't announce it because they've already got something they're trying to market for October. Why would they want to announce another thing on top of that? It's rumours of the things forcing their hand right now, not because they want to say anything. Very true, very yeah. true. Okay, well, um, I think we've um, covered that pretty much, guys. Let's um, move on now. Um, obviously, um, I still can't believe um, the end of April already. We've got um, a big month coming up. Um, Obviously, uh, you know, it's May. I mean, you know, that alone is enough. But there's quite a lot of other games coming out, actually. It should be pretty good. It should be a pretty good month for PS4 gamers, gamers in general. Um, we're going to do our... We're, okay, okay, round up, round up. We're going to do our hit or quit, which we've done before, guys. Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking in this accent. It just sounded inappropriate. Um, yeah, so what I'm going to do... Uh, you. Um, People who have listened to my podcast before remember we have done this in the past. We're just going to go around. Um, each of us, I'll read out a game. You guys will say hit or quit, and we'll just move on. So I'm not going to, obviously, I may be the host, but I'm not going to get out of it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start with me. We go meet Neil, Ben, Gary. And it's either hit or quit. I read out a game, and it's hit or quit. Easy. Easy as pie. Okay, so let's get things started then, guys. Okay, okay. First up, we got born. I say hit. Quit. Neil. Quit. Ben. Quit. Quit. Gary. Uh, I didn't hear the name of the game. What was it? <laughs> Battleborn. Battle. Quit. Quit. Okay. Next up, we got Shadow Complex Remastered. Uh, quit. Neil. Quit. 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 Ben. Quit. Quit. Gary. Quit. Quit. Cool. Quit. Cool. Next up, the park. Hit, because I read about this. Neil. I will hit that. Ben. Quit. Gary. 
I already hit that. <laughs> uh, I don't want your sloppy seconds. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. Overwatch. Uh, hit. Quit. Ben. Quit. Gary. Quit. Oh. Uncharted 4. Mm, uh, hit. Neil. Quit. Nah, hit. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to do that. Time. I was going to boil the piss, yeah. <laughs> Uh, quit. 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 Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do tell. <laughs> we're, we'll have words after. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. Gary. Hit. Cool. Doom. Uh, I'll say hit. Deal. Hit at a later date. Cool. Uh, ben. Quit. Gary. I'm going to hit that six ways to Sunday, man. Oof. Good, good. Home front of revolution. Uh, quit. Neil. Hit. Time splitters, guys. All right, Ben. Quit. Gary. I'm quitting that all the way. Cool. Shadow of the Beast. Uh, hit. Neil. Uh, hit with caveats. Ben. Uh, um, quit. Cool. Gary. I uh, hit at a later date. Dead Island Collection. Quit. Deal. Hit it for the lols. Ben. Quit so fast the game doesn't load. That won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Quit. Quit. Last but not least. Last but not least, sorry. Far Cry 4. Uh, Far Harbor Expansion. Quit only because I don't have the game. Neil. So, so hitting it. So so hard that it won't be able to walk straight. Ben. Which which game was it again? Far Cry 4's Far Harbour. Fallout 4's. Fallout, Fallout, oh, Fallout 4. 4. Every time I say, every time I mean <laughs> Fallout, I say Far Cry and vice versa. Jesus, I hate that. Sorry, yes, it's, it's Fallout 4. Mine still uh, stands because uh, I don't have the game. No, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I didn't know Far Cry was having an expansion. <laughs> um, anyway, quit Cool. Gary. I will quit it so far that I'll burn my own copy. <laughs> okay. Um, ben, I'm sorry, but we've got to talk about the elephant in the room here. Why quit on Uncharted 4? Unless you're just about to say, you're only joking. No, I'm saving up money. Saving up. It, what, depends you know, it depends on cash. Uh, I honestly thought you would have that um, Liberatalia, or whatever it's called, edition pre-ordered. No, I'm saving up to go on holiday in October, so it depends on money. Ah, good. Okay, fair, fair play, guys. Fair play. Um, yeah. Um, pretty big month there, guys. I mean, obviously, Uncharted for enough. I mean, that, that that's a massive game. It's been delayed, uh, delayed like uh, two or three times already. So, overall, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, Dead Island Collection. I never played those games. I was always a big fan of Dead Island when it was in development. It seemed really, really cool. I've said this a few times before. It seemed it was meant to be this really hardcore survival game, you know, but then it just turned out to be this, you know, you know, standard kind of, you know, the way they, you know, it just didn't appeal to me what it was, you know, the action sort of action RPG kind of thing. I, I really thought it would be this really hardcore survival game. They were talking about scavenging for supplies and how the zombies would have like their, like 
like layered damage modeling stuff like you tear their flesh away you see the muscle underneath and the bone and stuff it was it was quite different and then that trailer came the uh debut trailer for it because uh, it had been like a radar for a while and then you know you, you know I and mean, it was like clearly going to be quite different so i never i just never got around to be honest with you it didn't help the fact that everyone who played it said it's you know it runs like crap basically and obviously you know i mean you're um obviously you mentioned that it's um technical hiccups and stuff and riptide was meant to be appalling <laughs> either way oh it was um, terrible yes so um but there we go um but yeah i mean shadow of the beast i mean that's a revamp of uh, that's a that's an old uh, classic retro game getting the modern treatment um boom another classic franchise um yeah i'm looking forward to that the park as I, I did, as I briefly mentioned, I actually wrote a news story on that. I never heard of it before. Um, when I was writing a news story, obviously, I fleshed it out with some game info. So it was handy for me to read up. And it actually does sound really cool. It's quite, it's, a, it's about a woman who loses her son in this sort of creepy amusement park. And it's um, got some, you know, it is a horror game as well. It just, it looks, I like the visual design of it. Aesthetically, it looks quite good. And I, it sounds pretty cool, actually. Um, I'm quite interested hmm. in that. So, um, yeah. yeah, I should be reviewing that one. So. Oh, cool. Nice one, yeah. I, I um yeah. yeah for those who don't, don't know, um, the park is actually based off of the park in the Secret World, mm. which is an MMO on the PC. Oh, same okay. guys, and it takes place in that same amusement park. Uh, I think before all the crazy stuff that started happening in that park. So very awesome in that respect. Cheers, Gary. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say. I really. I think. I think. My, as terms of review to me, I think I'll just be sticking to some like some of the bigger games, ones that I get my pick of. Because um, um, yeah, I'm well. Those of you know what I do. Job, you know, I need. I pretty mm. much. I'm pretty much stuck with you know. Um, you know, the day to day new stuff and previews have become quite a big thing with me going to events. So yeah, but I do miss uh, the bat- point. I'm trying to make it around the in a long winded way is I do kind of miss reviewing games. I haven't done one since um January, but it's just um. Yeah, I'm just required to do put other stuff before it, which is fine. I mean, Neil, you pretty much like Hoover up everything anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'll cover we've it. Got re- <laughs> we've got reviews covered. We we're totally covered there between everyone, uh, you, JP, and all the other guys. So we're we're with as long as I get um Resident Evil Two remake, I'm happy. Um, oh yes. I was, I was yeah, I was looking forward to Tekken Seven, but I'm not doing that game. So yeah. and you get five in the summer, Resi Five. Yes, and Resi 5, yes, Resi 5 in the summer. There's bound to be something else, though, apart from that, I've got to do this year, seriously. Mm. Either it'd be something that I don't know, uh, you know, one of those kind of like under-the-radar things that pop up, or maybe they're announced something else. But, um, I mean, I mean, we got The Last Guardian this year as well. I don't know who's, I don't know if anyone's down for that. But, that would be me. Yeah, I got to... Oh, okay, fair enough. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. With Sony games, it it just depends on who gets it first because yeah, the US side tend to get them first. Dibs the next Final Fantasy fourteen expansion though. Oh, that that's yeah, got to be you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's either me, Kyle, else. or Tim, probably. Yeah, well, I think you spend more hours on it than anyone. I think you'd probably be the one to know what you're saying on it. Yeah. <laughs> Gary. Um, is it true that you you're doing Tekken Seven? Is that right? Did I see that? Um, I saw that oh, nobody saw that. called for it, so I just threw myself into it. All right, because <laughs> that's that's weird. That's because that's kind of weird because I believe that I'm talking about this now, but <laughs> this is fun before we wrap up. I believe that um I believe that Adam was meant to be down for that, but of course Adam has got 
um, other stuff going on at the moment. I believe he started a new job, so I don't actually know what's going on with Tekken 7 yet. So we'll have to try and ask him about that, definitely, because that needs to be yeah, sorted if, out. Yeah, if, he, if, and, he has, um, if he's good to review stuff again, because I know he's been absent for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, he's come in here and there, but like you said, he's been really busy with work and stuff. Yeah, if he wants yeah, it, he, he can take it. it back. That's fine. I, mean, I just saw that it was open, so why not? Yeah. yeah. Either way. The inner workings of PSU, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah. That game's Either way, mine. Me and you, no, it's mine. Me and you are totally going to fight in Tekken 7, Gary. Oh, we have to. I've been wanting yeah. to fight you for a long time in Tekken, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Could be a, a PS4 exclusive as well, by the sounds of it. So. Yeah, that was a big shocker. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that Tekken and Street Fighter, both exclusive to PS4. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's one of the latest rumors, yeah. Um, Bad well, news about think, Street Fighter um, X Tekken, though. Or Tekken X Street Fighter. Tekken 7 is supposed to be rumoured to be exclusive yeah. as well. Yeah, I think Gary's alluding to the fact that they've pretty much put the other the Street Fighter it. Tekken game on hiatus in the meantime. Yeah, Tekken X Street <laughs> Like Fighter we didn't know. Yeah, and Tekken oh my 7 god, is it? Oh god. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, I am wait. so shocked. I am so shocked. It's like more shocking that we haven't seen it. Well, it's like the last Guardian showed up last year. Has it showed up again? Not really. So, what's the betting? E3 comes around, it goes 2017 release. Um, yeah, I mean, um, stranger things have happened, but um, uh, yeah, we just have to see. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how we're gonna top next year. Um, top last year, but that was just I want watched it again i had it on in the background when i was working last week and it's just like this was an amazing conference seriously i think anything it's just like people will be disappointed this year because there's no way they're going to top this one it was just so good just from those massive three games alone final fantasy 7 remake the last guardian and shenmue 3 how can you top that you know rockstar rockstar will do something no doubt this year. Maybe not at E3, but around E3 week, they will push something out. Because yeah, that's their style. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I am super excited to see the new God of War, though. Really excited to see that. Especially if it's Norse mythology. I'm hoping that it's not a continuation of 3. I hope that it's just like a retelling of the story, just in a different mythology. Yeah. I don't want to spoil this. I'm gonna spoil this I, all for you now. Don't I don't expect the new God of War to be at E3 this year. I expect there to be a teaser with the trailer and official stuff being at the PlayStation Experience in winter. That is probably yeah. Telling me. I don't think so. I think they need something big because I don't think they're gonna get anything from Naughty Dog at E3. Um, maybe we'll get from Sucker Punch something. Um, but right now they don't really have from what we know of at least a lot yeah. of games well we'll see more of horizon theory, we'll see more of horizon a bit more shenmue yeah, probably like probably horizon, more final fantasy seen. Uh, know, but it announcing's one thing seeing the games in action is another you know it's like that's the real we saw a bit of these games uh, but a bit more would be cool but there's other stuff like we said um resi 2 remake could show up like in some sort of early form um, the new Resident Evil could show up in early form. Uh, God knows what else. I mean, there's rumours of a new Devil May Cry, and that's going to be a possibility there. 
Kingdom Hearts needs to Kingdom Hearts needs to show up now at some point because it's getting a bit ridiculous. Will we see more Final Fantasy VII remake? Probably. Yeah. We'll probably see our yeah, first actual gameplay. Yeah. A second, actual... yeah, because we did see a bit, remember? Yeah, but you know, I expect you know proper. You know, they might show off the train section till the yeah. boss off. Yeah, it? out of combat stuff it would be cool to see. How crazy would it be if they just like we're releasing a remake seven demo after the show? Oh yeah, oh, the cool. internet would explode. The world, yeah, the internet will explode. There you go. There's your big moment. That's that's one. Say the oh. last guardians out tomorrow. Um. I still think I know it sounds weird, even though they had it. I still think one of the big announcements they should do is this would sell so many copies of the game. Final Fantasy Fifteen pre-order. And day one editions get exclusive slice demo of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, they'll do more than gangbusters. They'll do gangbusters yeah. standing on top of gangbusters, flying gangbusters. Or even a demo of Kingdom Hearts 3. Both. Yeah. Do both. Melt the internet. Oh, that would be it, actually. Beat the Kingdom Hearts 3 demo, and then the, uh, the end of the demo it goes, oh, by the way, you, did you enjoy this demo? Well, you've now unlocked the Final Fantasy Remake demo. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone it's in it until it actually comes out <laughs> that's it in tandem they'll just put episodes of each out with, with each other so you have to buy one to get the other episode <laughs> I do agree with Mike though I, th- I think we will see the first gameplay of Shenmue maybe oh, yes. not combat but maybe him running around the village and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure we'll see some platform Hero come back as well. But, uh, CAC 2. CAC 2. Yeah. I will actually, and honest to God, good, of course, will probably show up. I will want to do a live stream of us watching it. The moment people think Crash Bandicoot is coming and then they announce NAC 2 instead, just the laughter, you, it will just. I, I won't stop for the I rest would of the love show. I'll do a live podcast at E3 with you. Oh no! There's there's a there's a message we gotta do some. Yes, yes. I think that's a plan. Yeah, did last year. Who cares? Last year I was uh, doing news pieces, half cut, and uh, watching it at the same time with the guys. It was great. (laughs) We had great fun last year. I was writing down all the uh, everything that was happening during the E3 show, if I'm rightly. Yeah. E3 is always a laugh. Uh, it was it was amazing last year with all that stuff going on. But it's just... yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, let's start wrapping things up then, guys. Um, that was um nice to have a little ch- just a general chat at the end there. Actually, um, yeah, that was, was kind of cool actually. Somehow we, we, we were trying to round it to an hour, honest. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we started from who's getting Tekken Seven to talking about um, E3 and stuff. So that's cool. <laughs> around about ways um okay well um that's about it for this week guys that's been episode uh, 118 god blimey where does the time go um before we go um if you guys want to contact us at all you can contact the podcast in general at podcast.psu.com uh you can contact me at mike.harridance at psu.com uh if you want to add me to psn you're more than welcome to it's billy underscore cohen 84 capital b capital c that's billy underscore cohen 84 uh Resident Evil fans are recognised the name, I'm sure. Uh, Neil, how can people uh, stalk slash follow you? Um, I would uh, just say follow me on Twitter at Nesco, N-E-Z-Z-K-O. I just talk about games, football, wrestling. It's fun. 
Um, if um, not, if I, I'd say yeah, I'd be I'd on PSN, yeah. but I don't really do multiplayer games that often <laughs> these days. I'm Me too. Same here. So, but if you want to, it's Son of Venom, all lowercase, or one word. And email is, of course, neil.bolt at psu.com. Wait, Ben, same to you, buddy. Uh, uh, first, I'd like to do a shout out to phoenixdownradio.com. Uh, I listen to that podcast every week, and I um, I recently recorded a new, new show that they are having on their website called Moogle Go, Rail, Moogle Go Round Radio. Um, I will be hosting along with Paul Mel every two weeks this new Pharmacy 14 podcast. Uh, so I'm shouting out to myself. I'm shouting out to my- pretty much. Hi <laughs> Ben. Congratulations, though, Ben. What's that? Sorry. Say so congratulations, by the way, Ben. Thank you. And yeah, my nice PSN one. is Chili. So C H I L L E, and my uh, Twitter is Chili underscore UK. If you want to follow me. I have about 60 friend requests waiting for me to respond, so I should add them soon. (laughs) Don't you hate him? (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, man. And congratulations, by the way, on the podcast. Nice one. Thank you. Um, We recorded episode one last night. Sweet. Nice one. Um, Gary, finally, last but not least, how about you, buddy? Oh, you can reach me at uh, Twitter at Gagwausch, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, and unlike Neil, I mostly just complain about stuff, so have fun with that. Um, or, <laughs> or at my PSU email at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I at PSU.com. Wicked. Nice one, guys. Well, thanks for joining me today and putting up with my hosting again. Sorry if I'm a bit rusty. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, it's nice. It means I don't have to host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we um, well, like, yeah. We're um, like, uh, you know, we're back to a, a good schedule now. I'll be, I should hopefully be here every week if I can. Um, I'm guessing um, someone else will be hosting next week. If not, um, I'll be hosting again. Either way, it should be good fun. Um, it's um crazy that um it's less than two months to e3 now so it's going to be getting quite exciting now it'd be interesting to see how all this ps4k stuff uh, pans out um i just want to give a shout out to all you regular listeners out there you guys here mm-hmm. for joining me and the rest of the psu staff and all our friends and everyone you know you know who you are but now seriously it's all those guys you know you know who you are y'all um i will be hopefully joining the guys again next week and it'd be cool if we could see um Hopefully we can have a couple of guests on in the future as well. I mean, I'd like to. Um, I'd like to oh, have yeah. Don on again yeah. and Rob as well. Um, oh, definitely. He's up. Yeah, he's always up for a podcast. Um, so that's it, guys. Thank you. Uh, Neil. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Um, ben, no problem. thank you for joining me. No problem. <coughs> and Gary, thank you for joining me. Anytime, Mike. Anytime. Yes. Okay, guys. That's been episode one hundred and eighteen. I'm your host, Michael Harrington, signing off. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. See you later, chaps. Tatty bye. Tatty bye. Yeah.